This is exactly right. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. And welcome to my favorite murder, the mini-sode. We read you your stories, and it honestly could be anything at this point. God, it's amazing how we've gotten you to do the work for us. (laughs) You know, can I start this one off? Of course. Because this email I'm about to read you, you know, as you just said, we've asked people for every kind of story under the sun. Yeah. We've gotten so far away from hometowns. Now it's just story time. Totally. Well... This longtime listener, first-time writer, mm-hmm. is changing the game entirely. This mm. is just an email about gossip. <laughs> and I think it's <laughs> fucking hilarious. This is just straight off what your dad used to call show-off time. This is show-off time, but it's in the way, and I know we've talked about this before, where in quarantine, we've missed a lot of things. Yeah. We've had a lot of mental health impact. None so great as being completely cut off from gossip and any kind of news about anyone else's life that would be even slightly compelling because no one did anything for the most part. I love, that's so true. And gossip's one of my favorite forms of communication. And connection, right? Yeah. It's kind of like, I'm not saying like vicious, you know, so-and-so right. is a big slut, which I support entirely. <laughs> I just mean like, did you know so-and-so liked so-and-so or right. slept with or any or going right. out? Like any news, any news. Yeah, I want to hear all about him. I just, it's like a way of keeping up with people that you're maybe not friends with or don't actually like. But you, (laughs) but you do, you know, you like to track other people's story arcs. Totally. Exactly. That's exactly it. This is me absolutely rationalizing being an asshole. (laughs) This is called Babysitting Story. Hey there. I'm writing this to you as I wait for my mochi ice cream to thaw to a desirable gnawing consistency over an episode <laughs> of The Alienist. <laughs> Time and place. Perfect. They put you right there. Not that important writing you. I'm just, it's a thing that has to be done right now. You know, I'm going to you with my email. I'd like you to come to me with what my reality is right, right now. Right. And meanwhile, that makes me want to rewatch The Alienist. Oh, I totally. that show. So good. Okay. And we're back. When I was 16, I babysat for my neighbors three doors down. My proximity and the mutual acquaintance of my then boyfriend is what got me the gig. The parents had two boys under the age of four and both worked and volunteered. He volunteered for the National Guard, she at the firehouse, respectively. So the boys needed care at odd times of the day. The mom, let's call her Lila, was the only parent who would arrange the times for me to come by. I rarely saw her husband, who, by the way, wore Velcro shoes. Velcro, in all caps, Velcro. Time and place, setting the scene. (laughs) Right? Describe the person without being direct. Right. Everything about me coming over to watch her boys is perfectly normal. These are the shows they like. This is what they can and can't do, etc. Until one time I came over and she punctuated her usual spiel with, oh, and don't tell Trent 
don't tell her husband Mm -hmm. that I had you come by. He just doesn't like me spending the money. My naive child of divorce twice self didn't think anything of what she said as odd (laughs) at the time. I thought dysfunction within a marriage was perfectly normal. (laughs) Also, why would I want to talk to Velcro guy? I accepted the secret cash she gave me and happily watched baby Einstein with her kids. Our business, quote unquote, relationship went on for about a year. Fast forward to the annual firefighters ball. I attended with my then boyfriend and Lila was there with her husband. I was sitting at my table, people watching, and I noticed how Trent, the husband, was not much of a dancer or a social butterfly while Lila was fluttering to everybody. She was extremely social, but I also saw how she couldn't keep her eyes focused. She had that uneasy, is someone looking at me energy about her. Mm -hmm. Again, I accepted dysfunction as the norm. (laughs) (laughs) As do we all. As you should. Despite everyone's idiosyncrasies, we were all having a great time. We were dressed for prom, there was music, great food, and those who were 21 plus were getting tipsy. The later it got, the more sloshy the adults became, and that's when I saw it. One of the firemen who I didn't know came up behind Lila, arms around her waist and nose in her neck. It was very affectionate, and no, it wasn't nothing because the moment that it happened, Lila pushes this rando's embrace away and says, not now, my hubby's here, and then hurries away. Oh, girl. My teenage eyes got wide as I tried to process what I just witnessed. Was it drunk innocence or had they done that before? And if so, how many times? Does Trent know or care? Let's review. One, needs babysitting at odd times of the day. Two, asks to keep the arrangement secret from her husband under the guise of I'm going to the firehouse and he's too cheap. Three, a drunken show of affection that is shut down where there are too many witnesses. Um. Four, her husband wears Velcro. (laughs) I would give up my box of mochi ice cream as a wager that I was, in fact, an accessory to adultery. Yeah, you were. After the ball, I become less and less available to her. Not because I was judging her for cheating on her husband. I just didn't want to. She was kind of crazy. And fun fact, I was today years old, 32 now, when I put the pieces together. (laughs) Wow. And then in asterisks, it says text therapist. Stay sexy and don't accidentally help your neighbor cheat on their husband's KB. That is sad. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, and pulling like kids in. Yeah, exactly. You do whatever you- Pulling other people, any other person. Yeah, but especially kid that's going to kind of take you at face value and then right. could put, potentially be in trouble or it's such a creepy- Right, or feel guilty about it. Like they wouldn't have done it if they had known. It's kind of that like witnessing it, I bet, was that thing too where like when you're a kid- there is like one day where something happens and you realize adults are just people. They're not right. the magic keepers of all morality. And right. like, they're not all good. Right. And they're not all, like, I was actually just thinking about this this morning. My mom was late to pick me up from her house. And my friend's mom started like going like, so is your mom gonna, I, th- I is your mom gonna go on a diet? And she was <gasps> doing this. Where I was like seven years old. And it was this <sighs> super creepy, like, what's going on with your mom? Right. And I was just like, just staring at her like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I don't know. And I don't know how to, this is a minefield. I don't know how to traverse this. I'm a child. I'm a child and the vibes are off. Like, what is wrong with you? What are you doing? (sighs) That's evil. So crazy. Adults, we're not the best, turns out. (laughs) Adults, work on it, please. Do better, please. Do better. And try to stay a child if you have any... Say in the matter. Yeah, if you can, please. Or a cat. Here's a story about a cat. Hey, MFM crew, especially Steven. Steven. 
this is very long already, so let's just get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're not in a fight. Right. Oh, I forgot to say that we're filming this whole thing uh, for the oh, yeah. fan cult. So if you want to watch our faces do weird things, then go ahead. Oh, my God. And my incredible 80s shirt. Do you love this, Bloss? Georgia has an 80s, beautiful 80s sweater on, yeah. a kind of poly knit um, mm-hmm. graphic blouse, purple base mm-hmm. with some triangles and some Stains. great pastels and a couple 80s stains. (laughs) It's probably some steakum on the front of that. (laughs) Okay. Four years ago, I was house-sitting for a friend and taking care of her three-year-old chubby tabby biscuit. It was a fairly rural district in the middle of nowhere, Maharashtra, which I looked it up just now, and it's in India. It's a country in India. Okay. Is that right? No. Oh, I don't know. It's a state. It's just the way, you're, aren't you looking at like Google right now? Yes. It's a state in India. And I know okay. I, I, that's the end of it. Okay. <laughs> and that is the end of the discussion. Period. Um, so they're in a very uh, rural district in the middle of nowhere in this state with rarely any passerbys. My, and my antisocial ass was in heaven. I brought a couple of bottles of booze, ordered a shit ton of Chinese food, and narrowly watched TV until I fell asleep on the couch. It had been a couple hours when I woke to Biscuit the cat meowing loudly. Assuming she was hungry, I went to the kitchen to get her some kibble, but when I went to go pour it in her bowl, her bowl was completely full. I pointed this out to her. (laughs) The cat (laughs) cannot understand human language, and she continued screaming. I, fully pissed off, went back to sleep, but she suddenly lunged forward and sunk her teeth into my forearm. Completely taken aback by the 10-kilogram Garfield-looking motherfucker, they wrote MF, but I'm going to give him a— Just go for it. I'm going to give him the whole thing. Hanging onto my arm, I screeched and began tugging her off. She finally let go and dashed outside. I gave chase. We were a few meters out into the street when I heard a popping noise followed by a roar. Whipping around, I turned to find the roof in a section of the house, which included the living room and the kitchen, had fucking collapsed. No. The house was old, but not old enough to warrant such a collapsing, but there was a termite infestation no one knew about. They had tore through the cement and had weakened the structure substantially, but what really brought it down was the heavy monsoon rain that collected on the flat terrace above. Due to less rain, most Indian roofs have a flat terrace above, but global warming fucked us all. Mm. I don't know how Biscuit must have sensed danger, and if it hadn't been for her, I would have been fast asleep right where it collapsed. Thanks to her, my only injury was two teeth marks that I showed off proudly right until they faded away. Biscuit sadly passed away last week, which sparked me to write this letter in honor of her. Stay sexy and always trust the fat cat, S. Biscuit is a goddamn hero. Hero. Total. Hero. You hear that, Dottie? Dottie's sitting right here. Just I mean, truly, Biscuit figured out how to get her owner up and out of the chair. It wasn't even her owner. It was some fucking chick she just met. It's just some person oh, like, she just met. Just house sitting. It's like I don't even the cat that came with the house. Yeah. Like, I don't even like you that much, but I'm just not gonna let someone die on my watch. Okay. <laughs> Look, I'm Biscuit. Hey, I made an oath. <laughs> Most other cats wouldn't give a shit. It's like their owner or nothing. I'm different. I went to medical school. 
Hey, Karen, you know that feeling when you're stressed out and your heart starts to pound and your mind is racing? I do. I know it well. Well, while there's no cure for stress, therapy can help shape your response to it. And since May is Mental Health Awareness Month, there's no better time to try Talkspace. When you sign up for Talkspace, you'll receive a personalized match with a therapist or psychologist, typically within 48 hours. Forbes rates Talkspace as the number one online therapy platform, plus their licensed professionals are in network with almost all major insurance companies. Once you meet your therapy goals, or if you want to cancel for any reason, Talkspace will provide you with a prorated refund for unused time. I feel like these days people understand the importance of therapy, but the difficult part is just taking that first step. It took me months to make my first therapy appointment. I was so scared. I had a lot of ideas in my head about it. And that's why I think Talkspace is such a good idea because making it so approachable will just get you there sooner. Then you can actually get in there, figure out what you need, talk to an actual professional and be on your way to solving some stuff that you might want to solve. To celebrate Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering our listeners $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. Go to Talkspace.com slash MFM and use promo code SPACE80. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash MFM and enter promo code SPACE80 and get $80 off your first month and show your support for our show. That's Talkspace.com slash MFM. Enter promo code SPACE80. Goodbye. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens, and don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out, you never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye. Okay, this just starts. Hi, friends. I'm a public librarian in Northern California. I work the closing shift, so I'm usually at the library until about nine o'clock. One of the closing tasks is to go downstairs into the basement archives and walk through just in case a patron wandered down. It's usually not a big deal unless it recently rained and water's pouring down the wall onto priceless historical records, Mm. but that's a story for another time. Mm -hmm. The basement is structured so that one stairwell is in the public area and one stairwell is in the back in the staff area. On this particular night, I went unsuspectingly down the stairs on the public side, only to be surprised by the figure of an elderly man in front of me. I opened my mouth to say, sir, this is the staff-only area, when in a split second I realized the man had vanished. (gasps) I was shook. I realized that when I saw the man, he was slightly transparent, and I could see the shelves behind him. But I could also identify the clothing he was wearing and his expression, a plaid button-down shirt, a light-colored cardigan, and glasses and he had a serene, warm smile on his face. 
Seeing him wasn't frightening at all until I realized that he actually wasn't there. I continued up through the basement to the staff stairwell and finished closing up. I wasn't ready to talk about it with my coworkers. A couple days later, I was talking with one of our reference librarians who had been with the system for decades. I told her, hey, I think I saw a ghost in the basement the other night. Before I could describe what I saw, she said, oh, I bet it was Frank. Frank Jones was a librarian here for a long time, but he retired before you moved here. I stopped her from describing him and wanted to see for myself. Like any self-respecting librarian, I Googled his obituary. (laughs) And sure enough, the picture looking back at me was exactly the man I'd seen in the basement. I haven't seen him since, but I still say hi, Frank, as I walk through the basement. Aww. Stay sexy and be good to your librarians. We see a lot of shit. (laughs) Marleya, she, her. And then it says, names have been changed as his family still lives in the area. Wow. But I mean, props. It almost feels like there should be a real name because it's like Frank was such a great librarian and loved that library so much he's still there. Yeah. This one's called Pepper Spray Party Pooper. Just starts, hi. (laughs) I was listening to a minisode with a write-in about expired pepper spray and I have a fun little pepper spray story for you. In 2011, I was living in a shitty college house with a bunch of roommates throwing your standard college house party, beer pong, beer bongs, natural light, brunettes flavored vodka, the works. One of my roommates and good friend of this day was, let's call her Kelly. Kelly had a longtime boyfriend, let's call him Paul. Kelly was, and still very much is, a five foot 10 absolute dictator. (laughs) It's her way or the highway. She ain't backing down and she will measure her shampoo to make sure you're not using it, et cetera, et cetera. Uh-oh. Nightmare roommate. What's up? Needless to say, she's not afraid of a fight, and she had the weaponry. The weaponry being pepper spray. Girl would walk around town with her figure on that trigger day or night. (laughs) I didn't and don't judge because all murderinos know it's good to always be prepared, but Kelly clung to the pepper spray trigger like her life depended on it, and she could not wait for her time to shine. (laughs) Honestly, I feel the same way. (laughs) Uh, Someday. So, back to the party. It's a packed house, and us roommates begin to realize there's some uninvited party crashers that no one seems to recognize. Pretty soon, these party crashers become aggressive, and Paul, Kelly's boyfriend, politely asks them to leave. Cute and all-out brawl exploding out the front door and onto the front porch of our house. You know, some real toxic masculinity bullshit. One of the party crashers is really wailing on Paul, and Kelly comes running to the rescue with her trusty pepper spray. I like to think she had it clipped to her belt loop like a gun in a holster. She squares up, sticks her hand out, and lets it fly. This is where the idea of Georgia, quote, practicing using her pepper spray actually makes a lot of sense. Because the thing is, Kelly missed her assailant and instead hit her boyfriend Paul square in the eyes. Oh, shit. Shocked at her mistake, she begins to scream, whisper, don't tell him it was me, and runs into the house to hide. (laughs) The next few minutes were chaos, between people coughing inside and running out into the street to avoid the pepper spray cloud, sticking Paul in the shower and pouring a gallon of milk over his head, and me having to shove my underage visiting sister into the closet to hide because I was sure the cops would be on their way. Fucking College, man, chaos. I feel like the the subtext of this story is we were all so shit-faced we could not see. Cut back to natural light. <laughs> yes. The natty light. 
We all had a, a baker's dozen of natty lights. That's right. Made some decisions. In the end, all's well that ends well because Kelly and Paul are now happily married with a bunch of kids. Stay sexy and maybe you should practice your pepper spray aim after all, Abby. <laughs> you always spray the ones you love. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, right in the eyes. And I have to say, you know, I understand what that person means, but fistfights at a house party, to me, feel like carols at Christmas. It's like what (laughs) is supposed to happen. I thought you were going to say the complete opposite, and I love that. I love that. It's my favorite. I Because honestly, it's like everybody gets drunk, and then people get a little like, mmm, and, you know, it's like an event. Is that an Irish thing? The thought of my... Jewish family, kiss on the cheek, hello. Everyone's wearing their nice button-down J. Crew. Falling into the fucking front parking lot and fist fighting is the last thing I could ever imagine in my fucking life. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I've seen it plenty of times. At my cousin's, I think it was my cousin, they had their wedding in Sacramento. Uh-huh. And there was a, and it was at a facility where there was other weddings. Oh, problem. And... Some people were out front drunk and started getting into it. And there was a fist, there was a fist fight. The cops got called, and one of my uncles and one of my cousins was arrested at this wedding. Oh my God. And everyone's just like, yeah. Here's what we need. Yeah. We need wedding nightmare stories, please. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Right? Wedding yeah. ending in someone getting arrested. Uh, at, what's the worst thing that you saw at a wedding that happened? There's always the fainting on the, well, at least in Catholic ceremonies, because they're so long mm-hmm. and hot in churches. Oh, yeah. A lot of fainting <laughs> up on the altar because they all partied the night before. Oh, God. That's happened a no. bunch of times. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Georgia, have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant, like perfectly scrambled eggs? Oh my God, yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could, as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient, Made In Cookware. Made In was created to bring restaurant-quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Made In. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of Made In products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill if you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom. It's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made in, made in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. The subject line is, my grandmother was alive at her funeral. (laughs) Hi, murder fans. I'm from the UK and a recent convert to the podcast. I hate doing housework and found that the only thing that gets me through it 
is listening to your podcast. The downside being that as I'm mopping the floor or taking out the trash, I hear detailed descriptions on cleaning up after dead bodies, which makes the experience a little too immersive at times, but it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to tell you about the time my Irish grandmother was alive at her own funeral. She had a wicked sense of humor, but towards the end, never ceased to remind us every Sunday lunch that this would probably be the last (laughs) time that we see her. (laughs) And then in parentheses, it says, this went on for at least 10 years. She was incredibly fit and healthy. Oh, wow. When she did start to get a little more frail in her 90s, we did, however, take her warnings more seriously. And since she had relatives in Ireland who would likely only all get together and travel to England after her death, she decided instead that she would like to be alive at her funeral so she can greet people. I love that. The whole family weren't immediately on board with this idea, but she was very persistent. What's the point of everyone coming all this way (laughs) and getting together when I'm dead? That's terrible. That's good. She said, So according to her wishes, we got everyone together. It turned out to be a big joyful event and all our Irish relatives, some of whom I've never met, came and told jokes and old stories into the night. It was a great party. She lived to be over 100, and in the UK, that means you get a birthday card from the Queen. My grandma. <laughs> Side note. My grandmother, Agnes, passed away peacefully in her sleep not long after her 100th birthday. Wow. Wow. Stay sexy, Thomas. I love that idea. And I love that they knew that my grandmother was alive at her funeral. Would Subject line would catch the eye of the, those who read these. Just brilliant. You know, I think a lot of people talk about doing that, but Agnes actually went ahead and made everyone do it for her. And it's such a good idea. I love it. It's the best. This one's called Organ Donation. Short and sweet. Hey there, MFM pals. I'm a new listener. Shout out to my big sister, B for getting me hooked. And you guys have been laying in bed with me while I go through the hell that is pregnancy, nausea, and fatigue. Mm. When I was pregnant with my first baby, we listened to Harry Potter books, This Baby Gets Murder. Anyway, I was so excited to hear your spotlight on organ donation stories. It really hit home for me because of everything my mom has been through. She has a genetic kidney disease and basically got sicker throughout her life until her kidneys failed when she was in her 40s. I was a kid at the time. She went through hundreds of surgeries, years of dialysis, and a kidney transplant that her body rejected. Finally, one of her friends matched with another woman, and that woman's partner was a match with my mom. They did a kidney swap and donated to each other's loved ones, and it worked. Whoa. I know. My mom always said that her goal was to see me finish high school. Because of the kidney swap, she's been there for me through college, grad school, and finding my wonderful partner. And now my babies get to know their Nana. She's an incredibly kind, super fierce badass who loves life and would be the first to pour you a whiskey and listen to your problems. And she's an OG murderino. We always binge-watched Unsolved Mysteries to catch a predator and snapped when she was sick in bed. Organ donation not only helps the patients, but also the kids who still need their mom and the countless others who are touched by their lives. Thank you so much for raising awareness about so many important subjects and doing it all with some fun and a splash of sass. (laughs) Stay sexy and donate life, L. Oh, I love that. I know. Uh, That's like firsthand organ donation stories. Yeah. I like the, the swapping thing. So if your loved one doesn't match, someone else's loved one will. And you're just like, you're still doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're still in the mix. They did it. They did. Well, and so did you guys for sending in those wonderful stories that we got to 
pick and read. Yeah, thanks, guys. Keep writing on your stories and we'll keep reading them. We really appreciate you doing all this work for us. <laughs> and thanks for watching, Fan Cult. Oh, yeah. Thanks for watching us. We did our hair for you. Yeah, we did. We always will. <laughs> Stay sexy. <laughs> and don't get murdered. Goodbye. Elvis, do you want a cookie? This has been an Exactly Right production. Our senior producer is Hannah Kyle Crichton. Our producer is Alejandro Keck. This episode was engineered and mixed by Stephen Ray Morris. Our researcher is Gemma Harris. Email your hometowns and fucking hoorays to myfavoritemurder at gmail.com. Follow the show on Instagram and Facebook at myfavoritemurder and Twitter at myfavemurder. Goodbye. Follow My Favorite Murder on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, rate and review the show. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase My Favorite Murder merch.